Welcome to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. Whether you feel that you don't have enough money to start investing or are under the preconceived notion that investing is only for the wealthy, Magnus and his expert guests are here to help you. Now here is your host, Magnus Carter. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Magnus Carter. This is the Making More Money for You show on Voice America Business Channel. This show is definitely going to be a first for me because not only do I have one prestigious guest, but I have two prestigious guests today. And we're going to talk a lot about a whole bunch of different topics. Uh, you know, as I was reading through uh, the guest guest list and, and the bios and whatnot, it's like, uh, I might actually need maybe another show <laughs> on this to get everything fit into this, but we're going to do as much as we can. We're going to come through with some great content uh, here. I'm going to not waste any more time with, uh, with this, but, uh, the introductions I have Kesey Gibson and I have Dame Clarissa Burt. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, the, as, as you know, if you've seen and you've, uh, seeing the show and whatnot, this show is all about making money for the the listeners of the show, um, especially in ways that we don't really think about. Uh, more or less, you overlook things that uh, it's like, oh, okay, well, of course I can make money doing that, but I don't want to. But there's actually a lot of a lot of fortitude in making those decisions that think outside of the box. And you ladies are excellent examples for that. And if, uh, uh, Clarissa, if you can go first and introduce yourself, um, and then we'll get to Kezi sec- and we'll get to you, Kezi, as introductions. So, and then we'll go from there. This is just a great forum that we can discuss everything about making money. Your professional and professional and some of your uh, prof- personal things that got you to where you're at. Yeah, my name is Clarissa Bird. I'm the founder of In the Limelight Media, which consists of television, podcast, and a digital magazine. Um, got different. I've got a channel on uh, network that has different people have shows on the channel. So we form people and teach them how to be show hosts, or I create shows, find a show host, and then uh, funnel through, especially uh, authors and book authors, uh, giving them a, a place to peddle their wares and. And um, uh, and so that has been really a uh, successful uh, place for us because I kind of had to go after a niche market, if you will. There are very, very few places that authors really can go to speak unless it's a podcast um, and they have to you know, go through the whole, um, obviously they have to make it a nice bio about themselves, about the book, one pages, and then f- go out and f- actually find the podcast. So it's a bit of a process, uh, but you know, we find some really, really great people to interview. And then I'm also the author of the self-esteem regime, which is a oh, book wow. that <laughs> which is the Plory Award uh, winning uh, book. It's also an international bestseller and it is right there. I'm proud to say that it's in Barnes and Noble, uh, Kindle and Amazon and uh, Audible as well. And um, it's been in Barnes and Noble for the last year and a half. So kind of wow. see the book on the shelves right next to Brene Brown, Dr. Uh, uh, Deepak Chopra and Dr. Joe Dispenza, because my last name begins with a B, has been really one of the crowning moments in my life. So yeah, and now I'm just getting ready to create some phenomenal uh, retreats for women. So yeah, it's just all about, you know, it's all about women and men too, because, you know, self-esteem does not discriminate magnus as you know and i'm right. <laughs> just you know kind of doing the right thing um by by being the right kind of you know people there you go 
Okay. Awesome. Well, we, there's so much in there that we can discuss and we're going to definitely have some dialogue about everything that you talked about, Clarissa. Uh, uh, Kenzie, would you mind go, uh, telling us a little bit about yourself as, mo- as well? Sure, absolutely. So I'm Cassie Gibson. I'm the CEO and founder of Club Debut, which is a platform for creators where we essentially help them to create better businesses in short. Uh, in our platform really consists of all the different inter- infrastructure support uh, systems to basically, you know, really help to support entrepreneurs as they launch and grow their businesses. So in ter- what does that mean in- specifically? So we have a manufacturing center where we basically manufacture for brands and for emerging, both emerging and emerged entrepreneurs. But we really focus, you know, a big emphasis on uh, emerging brands. And we really focus on artists and creators who are creating, you know, fashion business as a way to supplement uh, income by virtue of just being able to share all the talents and productize that. We also provide the... um, technology, the warehousing, shipping and logistics, content production labs, uh, and all the business infrastructure resources that an entrepreneur may need. So they can tap into one ecosystem and essentially have all the things that they need in one space. So they don't have to bump around to find the resources as they're trying to do different things, which eventually removes a lot of the friction that prevents entrepreneurs or, or really is becomes very expensive for entrepreneurs as they're either establishing or growing their businesses. So that's primarily where I am centered right now. Um, Beyond that, I'm a business consultant. I also do a lot of uh, public speaking, uh, usually around entrepreneurship, uh, uh, financial literacy, um, you know, meaning those areas. Um, Really interested in uh, some of the workshops that uh, (laughs) Clarissa has just mentioned because, um, you know, as we're going through a lot of our clients, we're noticing that that's something in the wellness space, especially uh, we have a number of clients in that space. And that's something that's come up a lot in terms of recommending where to get the best um, help and the retreats that are appropriate. And so that's very interesting conversation looking forward to having. But, you know, as it comes to, uh, you know, with uh, Club Debut and me, one of the things that we are also really, really, really pushing forward is just really enabling entrepreneurs who may never have done this before Mm -hmm. to really start thinking about how technology and the future of technology uh, really impacts their businesses. And so, you know, one of the things that we are emphasizing is just technology education and don't like get left behind because you're too afraid of the tools that are emerging because it's never going to go backwards. We're just going to continue rolling. And so we just need to really get into that. I'm actually about to be in Vegas uh, tomorrow presenting on a panel, on a keynote actually at a conference okay. on Web3 and the creator economy. And so that's like one of the cornerstones of what we're essentially pushing to get creators awareness and education on in the next coming months. So I'll leave it there and we can jump in and jump around <laughs> uh, as oh. you want to. All right. Yeah. I, I like, I, I love having a free open dialogue with, with my guests. Uh, as I found out that we create the best content by being actual natural with each other and mm-hmm. with both of you on the show and also myself as an entrepreneur is uh, Clarissa, your book about, you know, self self-esteem and whatnot. Now, how has, we can definitely dive, we'll dive into this with both of you is how did your self-esteem start out 
when you started your your journey as being a professional business person to where it is right now? Oh my goodness. That's quite the question, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. How did it start out? <laughs> um, you know, my uh, it started out where, you know, I guess it was, it could have it had been a little wobbly, you know, as a teenager. And as I, as I moved on, you know, my greatest dream back then was to be a model and, you know, let's see that happened. Um, and so <laughs> that was way back in the, in the eighties, but, um, and then, you know, so that happened, but it was, it was a long, it was a long moment before I realized that maybe I really could do it because I just didn't believe, I didn't think mm-hmm. that I was ever going to be good enough. So I think that's always, you know, that's always like, it's, it's, it's just a thread, if you will, I'm not good enough. You know, I'm never going to be enough. Who am I? Who could I ever be? That sort of thing. Um, I had, you know, a mom that never thought that she uh, was good enough, you know, especially in pictures. She did never want her picture taken. My grandmother, lovely woman who decided she was going to take diet pills one day, uh, you know, uh, choke on them, perforate her esophagus and wind up six uh, weeks in the hospital. I modeled with some of the most beautiful women in the world. And they always, not all of them, but some, there were some instances where it was clear that, you know, they were not um, happy with themselves. Mm -hmm. I've seen too many women uh, not perceive themselves in their greatest power uh, and definitely in toxic relationships. And, And by the way, self-esteem doesn't discriminate uh, magnus so this is for guys as well um that's why the cover of my book is blue because when i first got it back from the publishers in new york city it was orange pink and yellow and i asked one change please i know i'm not supposed to do this but can i just please have one change can you make it blue because i think it's a more serene color and i'd like for men to be able to pick the book up which they have and they loved it, which is really great. Um, so yeah, I mean, the idea of back in the day, just not believing that I could, and then just forging through and powering through uh, the fear, if you will, um, and taking the risks that I needed to take. I was in New York City by the time I was 19. I was in Paris by the time I was 21. And I stayed oh in New York for 30 years. So look, I've made every mistake in the book, but every one of them is mine and I own them. And the really cool part about all of that is every mistake we make is, you know, has brought us to the people that we are today. Um, mm-hmm. You know, got to learn on your own. So, you know, you can't, you can't, um, nobody else is going to do that work for you. So the most important part, I think the clarion call for all is please continue to work on your personal development. A lot of people are really into that. They already know about Clarissa, we know, and other people have never heard the phrase before. Mm-hmm. You know, back in my day, it was called self-help. Uh, I, a lot of people do self-help, which means they buy the book, put it on a shelf and never read it. (laughs) Well, we don't want that either. We want you to actually buy the book and and do the work. So, you know, the only bookstore now, apart from Amazon is Barnes and Noble. And I am thrilled to say my book is in Barnes and Noble. Um, and has been for a year and a half. Did I say this already? Right next to Brene Brown, Dr. Deepak Chopra and Dr. Jill Dispenza. So for me, again, a crowning moment. I'm sorry. I did. If I already said that, I I don't know if I, or not. Did I already say that? Yeah, that's okay. Okay, it's sorry. Good, you know, uh, it's, it's like my, I, I can't remember <laughs> you know, if I've said it or not, but that's what happens when you know what you're my age. But anyway, it's all good. And you know, the messaging here is, you know, just I think wanting to be a better person tomorrow than we are today. And as that pertains to business, it's really about you know emotional intelligence, um, and it's mm-hmm. also about um, the imposter syndrome. You know, gotcha. um, but we deal a lot of with with that as well. Talking, you know, talking people a little bit off the ledge, and mm-hmm. and really again, just you know, forging through the feelings that you know people say, well, just fake it until you make it. How about let's just make it? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Let's just make it because you know there's nothing in you, about you, around you, or near you that is not giving you the opportunity to make it, except you. 
So, you know, don't you have to fake anything, just, you know, be really, really good at what you do, love what you do, have a passion for what you do. And the rest comes pretty easily. Oh, awesome. That's a phenomenal answer. And, you know, that's every one of us. I, I can I can definitely attest to being that part and still in the grinding aspect of it. Uh, Cassie, what about yours? How about you? How, how did you change and how did you realize uh, by going through your journey as, as Clarissa did, uh, realize that your, your self-esteem has changed throughout uh, your process, if you are, to, to where you are right now? You know, it's very interesting. I think, um, I don't know how to, so I grew up in Jamaica. Um, and when I came to the U.S., like, I didn't really have necessarily the same understanding of things, I guess, just because of my personal upbringing. My mom was a fashion entrepreneur, and so I grew up in that business. Since I was nine, I started traveling with her. So I've been kind of with this global mindset as a kid and then landed in America uh, in South Hadley, Massachusetts, of all places, uh, because I was obsessed with Mount Holyoke, and that's the school I went to. Um, it was just quite a different experience. I think that in a lot of ways, my upbringing really did prepare me to have a really good self-esteem. I was never a shy person or the person who ever thought I couldn't achieve. In fact, you know, everybody else that I knew applied for like a million schools when they're applying for college. I wanted to go to one school and that's a school <laughs> and that's what I applied for. And I didn't know that that was so abnormal coming in. And I mean, I'm using that to just illustrate kind of, you know, I think my bringing prepared me to be a different person. And then coming to the U.S. with all the challenges of being a black woman, a person who then, uh, you know, went into financial services. I was in investment banking arena for a good 10 years at the highest level, you know, being black, being woman, being all the minorities, all the, you know, the things that are not really expected. For me, it really didn't affect me in terms of self-esteem. In fact, I had to like tone down my self-esteem, I felt like. Because I was very confident. I was always very confident and very, but not like in a very like, um, no. you know, showy way. It was just more that I really, really believe that if I want something and I'm going to work towards it, which is what I do, it, there's no reason I shouldn't be able to get it. And so I usually just go after the things I want. I never like do like 50 million backups like everybody else. I'm like, this is what I want. I'm going to go for that. I want to go to Goldman Sachs after school. I'm in Goldman Sachs because that was the best investment bank at the time. And when I was done with that, I wanted to have a global experience. And, you know, I picked, you know, and then I, all my choices, even when I went to business school, like, you know, I went to Wharton for business school. And it was just like my choices have always just really stacked up. And I think a lot of a lot of it is not just the self-esteem. Obviously, you have to work hard and you have to have aptitude and talent and all of that. But I think fundamental but you're asking me about my personal journey fundamental belief in myself has never been my issue it was just more about really understanding what it is as i want because i felt like there were so many pathways to achieving my goals and i was very unclear that's where i got a little bit um unclear in terms of you know where how would i actually you know explore my journey what would be my own trajectory and the the people that i saw ahead of me i didn't really necessarily have a lot of role models me doing the things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so that was more of a challenge. So more than self-esteem, it was more just like, where's my reflection in society for the big goals and the lofty vision that I have for myself. 
And how do I kind of create my own path, given that there's no path there for me that I can obviously see from the perspective of, you know, the the things that I want and where I'm I'm going. And so that was more it for me. Um, And that took me on its own journey, probably the same journey or similar to other people who are finding themselves from a self-esteem perspective. My journey of like figuring out how to express my talent, how to express my potential, you know, how I go after my goals. Well, how would I create the career when I don't fit in a box? Like, you know, it's just, those are my challenges. And, you know, I've, I've definitely found ways to deal with them and still continue to not compromise on my belief in what I want to achieve and accomplish and the legacy I want to leave behind. Okay. Wow. Now, both of you brought up excellent points here that I, I want to ask about. It's all about confidence. As a model, you have to have the confidence to to do what you're doing to to an extent that you, you know, you got to be the person that they want you to be in the picture and you got to portray that. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. And Kezi, confidence on your side is you were overconfident. Now, the both of you here now have both of you had to adjust your confidence level to get further ahead in your journey than what you thought you had or that you portrayed to be? I mean, I can jump in real quick. I think that, like I mentioned, like confidence is something that I think is really personal for each person. Right. Um, and I think it, it comes out, like when people think of confidence and self-esteem, I think people often go to, oh, it's about my looks, my parents. Mm-hmm. It's about how much money I have, my social class. It's about the material possessions. It's about, you know, how I think this person thinks of me. Um, And I think so much of confidence in my professional realm, especially as I deal with artists and creators a lot, uh, who have other challenges beyond just like how I look, because sometimes the accepted way or, you know, the standards, most artists are outside of that anyways, and that's what makes them great and makes them successful. So their challenges are more different. It's more Mm -hmm. the confidence to believe in your potential. It's a different kind of confidence. It's less okay. about self-esteem and less about like, how do I look and how do I fit in here or there? It's about, do I believe that I can do this? And do I believe that I can actually like right. stick it out? Do I believe that I can stick around for the success? Because as an entrepreneur, success doesn't often come immediately. No. And when you're no. a creator, it, it sometimes takes a little bit longer. Sometimes it's just a matter of, you know, did you encounter the right first, second, or third opportunity? And sometimes you don't encounter those until opportunity 777, you know? And mm-hmm. so do you have the confidence as things are going and not going your way to mm-hmm. understand that, you know, it's not about the wins or, lo- or losses. It's about the fact that this is what you were meant to be doing and your plan, you have a really specific plan that is, is a good plan that once if you stick to it and just continue chopping it and execute it, it, it is going to be, it's going to make your success almost um, a foregone conclusion, but you have to be able to stick it out. And I yeah. think that's a different layer of confidence than what people usually think from the perspective of self-esteem and all of that, because I think that can be worked on. And I think Clarissa, you know, um, you're probably going to address this, but a lot of the work on self, I think that is like one dimension of confidence, but then, then there's the other part about the professional realm, uh, which sometimes is a little bit more difficult from the perspective of what yeah. you have to do with it. 
Absolutely, because you know, self-esteem goes really broad and really deep. It's mm-hmm. so many different things to so many different people, and not everybody comes from happy home, and not everybody comes from support and assistance. A lot of people are out there, you know. Again, you can choose your friends, but not your family, kind of thing. So, you know, not everyone has such a happy uh, childhood from which to you know spring forward. So, there's a lot of things that we bring forward uh, with us as we leave the. Mm-hmm the uh the tribal home if you will and so that's really important i think one of the most important things is the blueprint of your value system so when you can really decide what it is that you know you your value system is uh for example i talk about taking the high road which is honesty integrity gratitude and honor if we can bring those things to the table i i would like to think that i do again i'm imperfect as a human being but i would like to bring those things to the table when i can no matter where i am i bring that for myself and i bring it uh to all of my relationships it's you know it's not always the most comfortable place to be because i have to make you know snap decisions or you know be very careful about toxicity that might be in any relationship around me but those are definitely things that um that i you know i like to uh remind people about as i do boundaries as well you know we have to be continually creating boundaries no matter you know and i love the way that you you know you're really clear and and sharp about you know where you wanted to go and how you were going to get there and that's exactly what i ask you know everybody to do in the book when we're mm-hmm. when we're doing the you know work the first you know chapter for me in my book is release okay just get rid of all the gunk and then the second chapter is rebuild and then there are you know we we you know we re- we continue to build as we go through the 12 chapters but there is definitely i call it a regime because the regime is an organized way of doing things we start at the beginning we don't end at the end because again you never take a self-esteem test and you know or a self-confidence test or a self-improvement test and make a, you know get a hundred you're good for life right <laughs> life is going to trigger you it's going to happen sorry to be the bearer of bad news but things are going to happen in your life where you know whereby they, they could be a little destabilizing look at the times we're in we just come out of many people have been destabilized uh this mm-hmm. dove self-esteem this dove self-esteem project came out last month because last month was um women's month and they came out with a, a phenomenal uh thing for our kids that are you know really suffering right now they came out with a with a thing called um uh hashtag no filter there's this new filter going around TikTok and instagram and it's called the glamour filter and it's making girls prettier than what they normally would be it just enhances things in a way that was really teaching our 12 13 14 year old girls to have these high expectations of themselves but it's not living in reality Mm -hmm. so dove did this amazing thing they said hashtag turn your back so turn your back on the filter hashtag no filters and hashtag i forget what i was but this is a grand movement for our kids who according to the cdc at 40 you know five percent of our kids and i say kids i'm saying uh high school middle school high school and college age are really going through it right now and they're going through it with depression they're going through it with anxiety they're going through it with suicide uh, thoughts of suicide and committing suicide i know today we say unaliving ourselves but i uh, you know i never know who the uh the end audience is going to be but i think we get the message these are alarming numbers alarming numbers and so especially with our kids are you know in and so and uh, social media and what it's teaching them to be not only the bullet from a bullying standpoint yeah. but from absolutely you know the perception of what they believe reality is and what life mm-hmm. really is going to be can be a real it's going to be like yeah. jumping off a cliff when they you know when they graduate and go out mm-hmm. into the real world 
It can be a pretty scary place. So I really think that, again, clarion call, make sure that we are constantly working on ourselves through personal development. Is a you know, it's a billion dollar industry now. And you know, our, you know, we've got Amazon and we've got Barnes and Noble that have mm. rows and rows of books that can really be helpful. Plus, um, I have guests on before. I know we only have a couple minutes till break, but one thing I want to iterate with both of you are saying is people, especially the younger, the younger preteens, teens, teens, mm-hmm. and young adults will go mm-hmm. from preteens to adults. They, the patience level in them have gone dramatically down. And they're not actually seeing uh, the compounding effect because they constantly change things instead of constantly adding on to something. They'll add on to a couple days. They'll say, oh, okay, you know, two weeks, three weeks. And it's not, I believe it was uh, someone that said a habit is formed after 60 days of continuous use of, of continuous of doing something. And they're not kidding that part. And what we're seeing is, from what I've been seeing, especially with uh, my books and some of the radio shows and people I talk to, is the they get to 15, 16th day. It's like they see very little success or uh, advancement, if they will, and then they'll stop and do something else. Mm-hmm. Well, it's life in a snippet, isn't it? Exactly. You know, it so quickly. I mean, you know. TikTok, Instagram, you know, just, you just keep it. And even, I guess with the dating apps, you know, it's been a while for me, but you know, dating apps, you know, flip right, flip left or swipe right, swipe left. It's everything is very quick for these kids. Um, and, and I, you know, that's not going to go away anytime soon. No. And it's mm-hmm. constantly actually getting worse as technology is getting faster because we as humans are getting more impatient, even though something takes 10 seconds. To, I remember doing networking way before that 10, the average person would wait for a website to load was 30 seconds oh the, that's a lot back then yes now it's, less, now it's about three <laughs> seconds <laughs> so you can see how far we've guilty. Guilty. <laughs> oh i'm guilty as a, of it as well if it doesn't work in the first 10 seconds i reboot i do a whole bunch of other stuff to get it mm-hmm. to uh to try to make it work or the old faithful sledgehammer is always in the corner <laughs> so Honestly, ladies, I hate to say it, but that's the first half of the show already. We've covered, you know, your ama- both of your amazing journeys to where you are as business people, professionally and personally. You know, we talked about the importance of confidence. We've also talked about, you know, the realm of self-worth and all of this. And I'm at, when we come back from the show, we're going to intertwine all of this on how it actually helps people on a positive way can be used to help them make money and better choices in the future. So everybody, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Actually, thank you for listening right now. Those who are tuning in, do not go anywhere. The second half is going to be jam-packed with a lot of stuff, especially from the first half of the show. So hang tight. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Everyone deserves the opportunity to have access to the knowledge to make their own choices when it comes to where their money goes. Listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter will give you that access. Investing isn't just for the wealthy. Making More Money for You, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. If you have any questions for Magnus or his guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5789. That's 866-472-5789. Now back to the show. Here is Magnus Carter. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. If you're just tuning into the show, welcome to the show. This show is a first type of show that I've done ever with two guests on here. And I'm not going to lie. This show is actually very amazing. I have amazing guests with me. I have Dame Clarissa Burt, and I also have club debut owner and founder, uh, Kezi Gibson. Welcome back, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. You know, before before the show, we took our break. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about self-esteem, definitely self-esteem. Uh, I know, Clarissa, you are definitely a an author, and you know the the self self esteem regime is your new spoke out. And you know, one major thing that I want to talk about on this, uh, everybody's involved with it. Everybody that I've talked to, or I'm in business with, or um, I associate with, or network with, is on a social platform. You ladies both own social platforms. <laughs> this is not. This was not a coincidence. I didn't plan this. This is just how the show happened, honestly. Um, so, what when someone is actually looking to promote their businesses, their business, their wares, their uh, whatever they're trying to peddle, how important is having the confidence, as we talked about before, self confidence? Now we're going to switch it over a little bit to business confidence that the person peddling their wares has confidence in what they're selling. I'm ready to go. Kessie, do you want to go first? Uh, it's fine. Go ahead. Well, first of all, I think the most important thing to remember is that, you know, uh, is that 
promoting your business should always be forefront. And a lot of times it's the first thing that takes a hit when a business goes through any difficulty financially at all, whether it's a recession uh, or, you know, nationally, globally, or just in your own business. I mean, you know, people say, ah, you know, we got to back off a of promotion. We got to back off of publicity. We got to back off of advertising. We got to back off of all of that. And that's the last thing you want to do. I mean, so reallocate if you have to, uh, maybe you have to back off a little bit, but don't cut it out altogether because, you know, people need to understand and be reminded constantly that you are still in business. That's absolutely number one. Uh, number two, you want to be sh- you know absolutely sure that you're being you know living in brand continuity. No matter what you're doing, no matter what your voice is, how you want to be heard is uh, you know on the first post you ever make is probably how same way you want to be heard on every post you want to make. Same color, same fonts, um, and same um, um, what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, I want to say tenure, but I don't think that's the right word. It's, it, you know, you, you want to be brand consistent straight across the board. So for the example of, well, that too, absolutely authentic. Okay. You definitely want to make sure that as soon as somebody sees a post that's by you, apart from, you know, a name being, they see it and they know it's you. That could be, you know, again, for colors, for example, when, when you see, I'll go to my social, that I have recreated this. Mm-hmm. as the post so the outside and i'm showing my cover of my book right now the outside of the book was recreated in all of its triangles and on the inside i have an inspirational quote every day so you know that when you see that there's the self-esteem regime that's clarissa within the limelight media pretty much mm-hmm. the same we have a logo constantly being there so you know that when you see that whether my picture is on that post or not it's clarissa so or it's in the limelight with clarissa so making sure that you are mm-hmm. being brand you know consistent is really really important and knowing that you know whatever you're doing i'm going to assume you're pretty passionate doing it and that the message your messaging is pretty clear about what it is about your business that people must know and how it is you truly can help them and there is the authentic part you know how you can authentically truly help them um and uh, that's what i've got for now kessie how about you I think that's really, uh, really important. You just went through literally all the technical parts. And these are parts of what I pre- uh, present to my entrepreneurs as I, you know, offer consult- consultations. Um, when it comes to brand identity, it's so important to have that. And you went through all some of the key elements. It's the colors, it's the messaging, it's the voice, it's the consistency, it's all of those things. But something I overlay all of that with in my kind of regime, if you will, is basically... Um, the connection that you make with the audience, you want to make sure that you're first understanding that people are the the ones who are going to then turn in your product into profits. And so you have to engage with people. You have to find the ways to, whether through storytelling or, you know, the way you present, even you can't just sell, sell, sell all the time. That works in some instances yeah. and for a lot of cases, but the, the connection that you make with the audience, I've grown audiences from my clients from, nothing to you know uh, tens of thousands of followers and you know there are some clients who have a lot more followers than others and when you have a drop here with a smaller number of followers we're sold out immediately while you have massive followers and it's not the same kind of response and the reason is simply what i see as a difference it's just the way that um you know the, that connection was made with the audience so there's one audience where everybody wants to, there's somebody who said this, I don't know who said it, but everybody will buy and everybody wants to buy something, something, but not everybody wants to be sold to. 
So in the right. moment, maybe I'm seeing that, like right now I'm talking to you guys and I'm, you know, really talking them with this pen and I have this pen and I'm talking, you know, like I'm really giving all the points, you know, this pen that I got from St. Petersburg when I was there the last time, it's in this really cool gift shop, blah, blah, blah. Like I just talked about the product that I'm using, but it's not the focus of what I'm doing. Or I take a bag and I'm like, you know, I'm packing up because we're about to end the call. And then it's like, oh, I love this case because it keeps me so organized. It's by this brand called whatever, or the, you know, but it's just make sure you find ways, especially in lives and in stories and in your TikTok videos, as you're doing those things, which have become more kind of the traditional ways now to promote, make sure that it's, you're really talking to people because yeah. people want to be spoken to and reach that way. And then you can overlay all the other stuff. And reminding also, to. as a reminder, uh, and we've heard this a million times, a confused mind does not buy, right? So being sure. really clear about who you are, who is your brand, what you're about, you know, who you're helping. Like we've said, you know, we, you know, we're, I don't want to be redundant, but again, being really, really clear mm -hmm. and all of those, you know, my again, the, the post that I make with the you know the outline uh, and the post of the book, um, each one of those is, is is just a little it's a little gift for the day. You know, it's a little give you something. It doesn't say go buy my book. It just says you know go out and have a fabulous day or whatever the quote says. It's just as a reminder. Right. You know, um, that a nice, something nice is coming out. It's not about a sale, but it is about, I really, really do want you to have a really nice day, whatever the quote may be. Or, and some of these are just reminders. And I'm, I'm a really huge believer also, and this is a little off course, but you know, it, it's going to land where it's supposed to land. And so if you're reading it, it, there might be something in that message or that quote for you that day. And so I'm just a really big believer in that as well. So I love putting those kind of quotes out. But yeah, everything we've said, I think, is the answer to Magnus's question. Oh, yes. Uh, I do the same thing as well of what you ladies are talking about. <clears throat> you know, the brand, the making more money for you is, you know, that's that's the brand. And, uh, you know, I'm, pro I'm promoting that. And that's exactly what these shows are to do. That's why the books came about. You know, I, I came about a little bit about my story here. And we'll get back to, you know, the great, this fantastic conversation is, I was a traveling network engineer, but everywhere that I traveled, everybody was still having the same conversations. And it was always about money, no matter where per a person was, whether it was a restaurant, going somewhere, getting out of the car, going into the car, restrooms, whatever. There was always talk about money and how they can never have enough of it or they don't know where it's going. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what sparked me when I actually, uh, in a very, lucid state of mind bought the course and you know decided to to write about it when my instructor's like my prof was actually like well what do you want to write about i'm like boom came to me right away it's like this is what i need to write about but my take on everything uh, i know we had dave ramsey i i'm in a very you know very high top and niche with tons of you know experience their experience is like all like high level my what I'm doing with the books and the whole brand is about is breaking down the information that anybody can use it and mm -hmm. that they can take that information, use it to whatever they want. Mm -hmm. It's like, I, I'm not going to tell you go invest, you know, in the S and P 500 or, or whatever it is. So as what you're saying, both of you are saying is absolutely. I completely agree with you. 5,000% is I know my I know my audience and what they what they're actually asking for. I'm giving it to them. Now it's up to them to take it. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think you want to check in too, you know, with your analytics and just, you know, Mm -hmm. double check and make sure that it is landing the way it's supposed to land. And, you know, of course, correct if it isn't. It might be just a really, really simple tweet. Maybe there's just too much stuff on one post. Maybe it wasn't, you know, kind of clear what you were trying to get across. Um, And so I just think that, you know, you know, checking in on your analytics is another really, really important thing to do, Um, especially with, you know, obviously with social media and certainly with your, you know, your hits on the website. Yeah, I want to underscore that point. The analy- the data part is so important um, because you can spend, especially when you're doing paid advertisement, you know, a lot of people do a lot of the paid advertising. They're spending thousands of dollars and they're not necessarily understanding why maybe something happened and it hit good one time. They don't really understand why this time it worked and why it didn't work here. It's all just arbitrary and they're just throwing more money at the, you know, campaigns and thinking that that's a solvent because you know, the way the algorithms are set up, like if you throw a certain amount of money, you're automatically going to get certain results. But you could be optimizing those results substantially if you were paying attention to the data. And so I cannot stress, I just want to underscore that with a, with a big yellow highlighter. <laughs> uh, that's something just really important to pay attention to. I cannot stress that enough in terms of optimizing little, capital. Let's take that a little further. I would take that a step further and that, yeah, and and you're right. That is absolutely so true. But sometimes I find even with the data, it's like, okay, well, that one did well, but gee, what was really the difference, you know? Like <laughs> maybe it's not really clear to me. So maybe just having, you know, like a focus group, like, you know, everyone, like I, I have a mastermind absolutely. as well. And, you know, we, we things like that, but just like a little focus group where we can all kind of like double check each other's work and say, well, I think it was that, or I would change this or whatever. I do this frequently. And I find that, you know, there are little tweaks that can be made that maybe we, because we're, you know, we can't see the forest for the trees or we're so in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, you know, it doesn't, it's not like a, a, a bright shining, you know, light blinking light for us, but others can see it. So maybe just a little bit of focus group if we have the time to do that. Now, I have a question for you since we're on the data, and I want to ask a, a step further into this is how often do you need to analyze the data? Because the algorithms can change at any moment and nobody knows when they change. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> I, I think one can only do the best that they can do. You know what I mean? And just again, you know, the learning curve, I have found personally, the learning curve is never ending. There's a something constantly changing. I don't know if Kessie has something better to add to that. You know, it's really interesting because I'm a big, big, big proponent of Web3 and I cannot wait until that's the language and the internet that we're in, like in general for all times. Um, So, Because where we are right now, the platforms control everything, right? And so if you think about it, you create the content, you give it for free, you then build an audience, you spend all this money in advertising, you invest, 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 just to get the audience to come to the platform for them to then tell you how they're going to show and when they're going to show your audience that you spend so much money, time, effort, energy to build the content that you want to show to them. And now when you're ready to sell a project, by the way, if you want to show this product, you have to do these five things. And it's not necessarily like straightforward. And that changes, by the way, in two weeks because now we're on a different page. So the, con- the, the whole like experience of the platform approach, which is where we're in right now in Web2, it's right. very... Um, I'm just so happy that there is a Web3 and I'm really, really, really pushing everybody to really continue to do what they're doing, but be focused on community and building community and building community that's really attached to you and your product and whatever it is that you are offering to the marketplace in a way that's 
not arbitrary because what's going to happen in web three is that that community is going to be your power. Right. And so I'm very, very big on just like really focusing on that part, but I cannot wait for the moment in time when it's already happening slowly, but obviously we're in the beginning stages of it. I just cannot wait for the moment when it's just all like you have the, you're, you, you're generating the content, you're basically investing in building the community and then you get to make the profits in the way you desire versus an algorithm disrupting kind of or directing how you're actually doing that so that's coming and i'm really enthusiastic and very excited for that point because i think it's going to change the game for creators it's going to change the game for entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. it's going to change the way the power that individual entrepreneurs have when it relates to kind of interaction with brands and and, um, you know, other partnerships, collaborations, all of that, it's really going to put a light on, you know, people at right. the center of everything. And that's about, yeah. really awesome. Mm-hmm. I think we also have to talk about the importance of AI and chat GPT and oh, how yes. important that's going to be moving forward, especially in content creation. So as scary as it is, and I don't know where we're going to be in two years, five years or 10 years with, with it all. I mean, you know, the, the case scenarios can be rather... Huh, alarming. Uh, but for now, I mean, just getting, you know, getting started, there are so many different chat uh, and AI platforms right now that can, you know, that, that even really starting to niche down into what you may need. In other words, if you're cha- doing something on chat GPT and you copy and paste it, well, you know, where is that, you know, wh- how can you not say that's right. not stealing content because it wasn't your original. So there are now other chat GPTs that you could put in that, you know, that ch- copy and paste it and it reworks it for you. So now it's a whole new, it's a whole new sentence, paragraph or article. So, you know, being really sure about staying ahead of the game there, getting on uh, to, you know, right now I'm going through different, you know, YouTube um, um, videos just to sort of, you know, kind of understand it more, learn it more, understand Mm -hmm. what it wants from me and what we're going to get back from it. Um, And uh, yeah, Uh, so I think that also bringing that to the fore is really important because it's going to be the way we're all going to be working um, soon. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the, the fear of technology in the past, I think that has been uh, a very big thing that has kept, you know, the 1% in the 1% and everybody else to the side. Because if you think about it, first it was financial literacy. People just didn't understand the stock market and just the way finance works in general. And that kept, you know, a big created this big disparity in society when it comes to allocation of capital in general, Right. And then now we're in the space where, okay, fine, you can be as literal as you, you need to be in, 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 in the realm of financial services, but now we're onto dig- digital currency and digital everything, right? And so, you know, what now is going to power the entrepreneurial um, platforms and engines? It's now just about emerging technologies. You know, the base traditional technologies we've overused and we've kind of we've hit the capacity of what that can do for us right. as a society. Now we're moving on to the emerge the things that are emerging that will be emerged in another five years. And the great thing about this and the fact that we're having these conversations, even like your platform like this, is that, you know, the awareness of what you need to be paying attention to, like that's so important. Because at least if even if you're just aware that like these are the things that are going to be driving the future and that's brought home to you. So you internalize it as an entrepreneur, you know, in a way that it's connected. So as you're thinking about everything, even if you don't know how to do it, even if you don't know what steps to take, you know that this is something that I need to have on my radar. Mm-hmm. And then the more you hear it, the more you internalize it, then 
maybe you'll take the step and lose that intimidation factor. Because I know that a lot of people are intimidated when it comes to emergent tech and how mm -hmm. to use it. And I think the fact that, like I said, we're talking about it and it's something that's continually being talked about. Uh, I think it's really important um, because that's just the way of the future. Yeah. Stay ahead of the learning curve. Absolutely. In the <laughs> learning it curve. Out, it's like a fire hose, you know, so stay <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, now we all made excellent points on this. Now, what platform do you recommend for someone that's just getting into business in an entrepreneurship, what platform do you recommend or out of all the platforms out there, would you like to see someone actually start out with that actually would give like the best ROI for that person or, and maybe even the, even the easiest. So for well, me, I can just answer that really quickly because I deal with a lot of entrepreneurs and because I've seen so much, you know, what Club Debut offers is the opportunity for you to help us help you figure it out. Okay. So it's not a one-stop shop. Like some things may be really good for one client, but may not be good for another or may not be as good. And so we generally never give kind of like one-stop shop, you know, one-size-fits-all advice. We really okay. look at your business specifically. Um, but I will say that, you know, there are some things that you cannot get away from a communication platform, i.e. a CRM, a way to be able to be in touch with your audience, uh, get information, collect data, can't get away from that. You know, in terms of uh, ads, if you're running products, you can't get away from Google, right? You can't oh, get away Google's from Facebook, everywhere. even though uh, I definitely prioritize Google ads because you see a better bank from your book than uh, really? Facebook and Instagram ads for oh. in, in general um, from on my side. Um, okay. But if you're just starting out and maybe you don't have the money to hit the Google minimums to make it make sense. And maybe you want to do like the $5, $10 here for Facebook for social media. So it's just a, depends on what kind of where you are in your business. And there are others, okay. right? In terms of tools, like there are a lot of free tools out there when it comes to AI, when it comes to, you know, just, um, you know, community building tools, I would say take advantage of as much as you possibly can. That is risk-free in a sense. The problem with risk-free, though, is that your time is not free. And some a lot of these things take a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And so figuring out kind of, you know, where you are and trying to really optimize for that so you can understand, okay, the time you're putting in, there's going to be some sort of return on that investment is going to be important. Um, and then really just understanding what you understand and what you don't understand, because I have a lot of people who try to learn things. And right. it's just you can't learn everything. There's just too uh -huh. much. And there are too many tools to optimize and fuel your business. So if you're trying to learn every single one of them, I think it's going to put you at a disadvantage as an entrepreneur, especially if you don't have a good ecosystem behind you. So that's what Club Debut does you know, in terms of a platform perspective. Like we create that opportunity so you don't have to think about, you should understand it certainly because we're all about empowerment through knowledge, but you don't have to necessarily be the expert in every okay. corner of you know, what's necessary to propel your business. Okay. We are all, we're basically pretty much at the end of the show, ladies. I have one oh, question. Wow. I, yeah. That whole hour just flew oh, by. Fast. Exactly. <laughs> I, I warned you guys it was going to be fast, but this has honestly been one of the fastest shows time wise <laughs> with content. Excellent. Conversation as ever. Uh, I have one question for each of you ladies, uh, just a brief answer. And because I want I want the audience to actually get your contact information because you offer, both of you offer a plethora of items out there that my audience can use. My one question to you is knowing what you know now, 
what would you tell yourself? What piece of advice would you tell yourself when you're just starting out from your, you right now? Remembering the, the importance of relationship. I think that's really the most important. You know, when I was young and I, I was running all over the place and running around the world and, you know, doing the thing. And even from my business that I was doing, I was with a different photographer, different makeup artists, different hair people, different, you know, uh, stylists every day. So it was really, and we didn't have social media back in my day. So, okay. you know, it's really, really cool to be able to, you know, reconnect with those people that I hadn't seen in 20, some 30 years through the power of social media. So remembering the importance, even getting out, you know, coming out of, you know, your schools, your colleges, universities, um, and as you move on, the importance of relationship and, you know, keeping in touch, staying in touch. I think that really is the one thing that I would really bring home is that, you know, all of this stuff is great. It's phenomenal. Social media, AI, all the stuff that's happening. It's really an exciting world that we live in. But one of the most exciting things I believe is the importance of being in the same room, a hug, a hold, a handhold, you know, just that the whole, let's not lose that the fact that we are human beings um, and that we need, you know, to be humans. Mm -hmm. Nancy, we only have like a minute or so left. How about yourself? Mine will be real quick. It's just don't wait for everything to be perfect to go to market. I mean, I think that the part, a lot of entrepreneurs Beautiful. struggle with like getting the product or everything perfect. And the, per the time you're waiting to get things perfect, other people launch an MVP that's less than your subpar in your mind. And so I think um, just really understanding that entrepreneurship requires a lot of iterations a lot of time and sometimes just socializing the message is enough to get you started and you never know who's gonna take interest um so just go for it okay. guilty. awesome <laughs> guilty <laughs> same here um <laughs> <George. laughs> we have literally a minute left how can we get in touch with you ladies so i'll go kessie gibson my uh club debut.com it's c-l-u-b-d-e-b-u-t.com and that has all the information on it um, my Instagram for Club Debut is at Club Debut Official, but go to the website and everything is there. Okay. Fantastic. Clarissa, Clarissa at ClarissaBurt.com. Clarissa, C L A R I S S A, at ClarissaBurt, B U R T.com. So awesome. Clarissa at ClarissaBurt.com. <laughs> okay. Ladies, uh, I can't thank you enough for, for having a great show with me. Uh, everybody, that is the show for today. Uh, I honestly don't know what's going to happen next because it's going to be hard to figure out who's going to be on after <laughs> after this show. But until then, get out there, make some relationships, make some partnerships, network, and also if you're ready to launch something, hit that little button to go. You know, you're not going to know anything until you hit that button. So until next week, have a great weekend, and also a great week. Thanks for listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to the next show where we will be making more money for you. Until then, have a fantastic week.